so how many minutes you have four minutes left okay so i will play this
Hello, Beth. Good to see you. Hi, good to see you, Ka. Are we live? Hi everyone, welcome to Daily Pause. Today is Monday, May 18th. Today we're gonna to be talking to Lumpi Pasara. And today's topic was kind of inspired by, um, if you've ever heard someone who's really passionate about a hobby, maybe art or sports or something like that, you can, sometimes they'll say they could do it forever or they feel totally at peace while they're doing it or they feel like it's something that totally calms them down, which is something that a lot of people say about meditation too. So hopefully today, Long Professor, I will talk about what's the difference and if there's something that maybe instead of meditation, can you do the others, which I'm pretty sure the answer is no, um, but we'll hear him talk about that. So welcome, Long Professor. Hello, good, good evening, everybody. The how are you guys doing today? Okay. And good to see you, Beth, and everybody. I think today's topic is very interesting, especially when it's talking about being an athlete back in the days, you know, in the really old days. <laughs> I used to play basketball as well. When I was in college, I played for my university. So when there was a topic about being the zone, I really, it reminded me a lot of those days. And, there are some really funny experiences about not being a zone, look what it looked like, and how they can really turn out to be extremely terrible. So, all in all, the, actually the main idea of this is all about how we can uh, in really enhancing that sense of focus so that we can really do the best we can in every opportunity. Because being the zone doesn't just refer to being a sport, but then also being everywhere else. So that's why it's all about how to put this concept of mindfulness in action. When people talk about mindfulness, they really refer to different types of meanings and actually it's quite a lot. But to be honest, not really, it's all about how to people it's really understand what mindfulness really is all about. Yeah, so, that's what's really. Okay, so anyway, uh, first thing first, let's start with the how did you, we go into this concept of the practice of meditation for today before going further into the meditation part. So, first thing first, to come to this meditation practice. Remember, there are four main factors. Awareness, comfort, consistency, and observation. These four really are the four main factors that make up to the successful meditation. No matter what, what techniques we are doing, is all about using these four techniques, plain and simple as that. The first part, which is awareness, and really similar to what people use the word mindfulness, is about acknowledgement of our presence. When we acknowledge anything that happened at this particular moment, we started to become noticed about our mind. Our mind can, can, can be recognized on its own. It had to be tied up with something. For example, like you can't just know where your mind is unless you recognize certain kind of thoughts or feeling. Just like right now, Beth, you're looking at my face. 
and you realize you're looking at my face, you're hearing my voice. So at this particular moment, you notice that I am communicating with you, you acknowledge the presence. So that is awareness is all about. And this is the first stage of meditation, is to keep that recognition with yourself at all time. But sometimes when we put too much emphasis on this recognition, it becomes very tense. Imagine if you want to press something really, really hard and keep it there the whole time. You get really tired, right? So at one point you want to release it. And when you release it, everything bounces back. It doesn't come back to the way it was before. So that's why the other element is about comfort, how to be physically and mentally comfortable. And that is the how to keep the balance at all times. And that's why most of the time in the part of the meditation, we talk about we talk a lot about relaxation, uh, feeling the relaxed uh, comfort of the body and the mind. That is not because we are going lazy, <laughs> but it's actually reduce that ex excessive amount of focus that we're pressing on so that we can keep that recognition the longest possible up until a point the mind stands still. And that's the part of consistency is all about. So in order to make it consistent, it's about how to find a perfect balance between awareness and comfort. It's just enough for us to feel recognition to the present at all time. At the same time, doesn't feel too tired, too intense, until we get so bored and we want to give up. When we keep it a certain amount of duration, then our, our focus becomes sharper. We can really sharpen our focus and it started to become much clearer. And what I would refer to later is zoning out. So started to have just one particular crystal clear consciousness about what we are, who we are, what happened at the moment and what I can do about it. So that's actually what consistency is all about. Observation is the last factor that help us to make an improvement of our own meditation practice. It's about how to understand what have we done, how I can get better at it. So these are different things that come together. So today, let's going back to the first two, awareness and comfort. When we come to awareness, we can use many things in the techniques of meditation to develop a sense of awareness. It can be aware of our surroundings, awareness of our sensation, aware of our mental image, aware of the word that we're repeating in our mind. These actually are tools that we use to produce that level of awareness. It can be anything. It helps us to zone in, so to be in particular moment. So we can choose anything that we like. Back in the days when I was playing basketball, one thing that I always do is to make this mental projection. Imagine I was in the court, there's different moves, you know, like spin moves and fadeaway, those kind of really cool Jordan stuff. <laughs> I, I, I imagine myself doing that, you know, different moves and cutting sort of thing. So it actually helps when I was in the game because I already have this kind of mental projection and it helped me to make the split second decision a lot faster since I have been practicing a lot already in my head. And at the moment, I realized that I can really use those mental image as a way to keep myself focused or keep myself mindful. So we can also create an even more intense or more sh uh, sharper focus than that. So instead of having the image as a movement, keeping the image stand still. So in the same scenario, instead of mental image of mental projection of me playing basketball, turn it to just the basketball itself. 
just to feel the ball, just to be the ball. And that is actually help to keep it super sharp at the particular moment. So when we're going to be do this uh, mental projection for something or afterward, we have that mental focus as a base, and it's going to be a lot more helpful. So that's essentially what we're going to be doing today, how to just keep that recognition within ourselves at all time while remaining very comfortable and relaxed. Okay. So let's come to the part of the meditation. So if you can stretch your body a bit. <clears throat> stretch from your neck, the shoulders, and adjusting your sitting position. There is no need to rush in closing the eyes. Take a few moments right now with your eyes open to slowly recognize your whereabout, your sensation, the feeling on your skin, the air that you breathe, and feeling the breath goes deep in as you're inhaling. And exhale. Use the breath to slow the mind down, but take it deeply and gently. Breathe a few more times. Allowing the eyes to close very gently in the way that you can feel relaxation around the eyes. As the mental process is slowing down, we start to be more aware of our body. So let us make adjustment with our sitting posture. If there is any part that feeling tight or not fully relaxed, adjust from the legs, hands, keeping our back straight with our neck upright. Feeling that both of the shoulders are loosening up. Now to fingertips. Observe the body to see that the blood circulation flows smoothly from head to the toe. and relax every part of the entire body. Let us relax every muscle from head 
Okay, that's a beginning from the top of the head uh, to the forehead. Relax down the ass. No. All the way to both of the cheeks. Relax our neck. Down to both of the shoulders. Relax down both of the arms. And all the way to the tips of the fingers. Relax the body. Legs. Feet. All the way to the toes. Relax every part in the entire body. When our body is comfortable, it will feel very light at ease, as if our body it just like a balloon, so light and empty inside. Relax all of our facial muscles around the nose, forehead, and cheeks. Maintain our attention with the relaxation of the body. During this time, the mind may wander into different thoughts, and that is very normal. Simply bring it back to be with our comfort. Bring it back to relaxation. As the body is becoming more relaxed, let us free the mind from any emotion, feelings, frustration, or worries. As if 
all of these negativities is like a balloon that we hold in our hand. We put them right there. All of our problems, any disturbance, and we let the balloon go. Let it fly away into the void. And within our cell, body and mind, becoming the space of peace. Once we free our mind from these negativities, if there is any hidden negativity continue to release them just like the balloon one by one as we recognize each floating balloon Aroma is returning to be in the zone with ourselves, with the moment. Maintain that relaxation of body and mind. Free it all. No matter what it's all about, for this moment, we free it all. Until everything becomes so spacious. Expand. As the body and the mind are feeling at ease, feeling that we are in the middle of an empty space. Feel the zone encircle our being. Let this zone expand all the way to the horizon. 
where we can acknowledge the skyline, 360 degree, and circle our being. Here we are at the center of the zone. Here in this space, there is no disturbance, no intrusion, just peace. Let it wrap the entire body. From here, any thoughts or distractions appear miles away in the distance. As long as we are here at the center of the zone, there is nothing can enter and take our peace away. Key our recognition of this present being the center of the zone with the body and mind so relaxed, weightless, motionless. Here, we let everything go completely from the mind, one by one, little by little. We free it all. From this point of the center, until the entire body slowly melts away, our physical sensation slowly becoming one with our surroundings, with the air, with the earth, everything become perfectly as one. And we bring our mind 
back here in the center of the space. Within our body, that comforts by within our self. Where we rest our mind upon. Place it there so gently. The same way as we drop the needle on the surface of the water without letting it sink until we stay afloat on the surface. Place it there so gently right there at our comfort spot. The center of the zone. One tiny spot in a large open space. Let it stay there for a while. Right there, where the mind connect with so much peace and comfort. Right there, where everything is believed. The mice free. The mind rests perfectly in the center space. Let us create a landmark for the mind to hold on to the center. We will mark it 
with the bright, tiny dot, like a star. This spectacular bright star shining in the middle of that open space in the center of the zone, the center of our cell. The star is exceptionally bright, yet its light is so warm. The way the mind should be. clear and bright. Keep that star within at the center of the zone. Finally, with the center spot. From there, it will move deeper down deeper into peace, deeper into clarity. was waiting deep inside is so much larger, wider, so delicate, so much peace energy. All away deep inside we continue to do nothing, no action. Just be be in the space, in the center, be the zone. Be that tiny star 
shine. The longer you stand still, the clearer, sharper, out of focus, out of consciousness will be. It requires no effort. It takes no action. It takes being still. Whatever is happening, wherever it is happening, Nothing can invade our zone. Here at the tiny price star, feel the zone expand. With the sky. Three sixty degree. Encircle yourself as your zone. So comfortable. Be And as we gently press on the center and rise down, when it is pressed so tenderly, it goes deeper down. by falling down into the void. What is waiting? Feel with so much peace. At the moment, let the star shine so bright. Let the light gently press on the tiny bright star. Here at the center of this open space.
Here at the center of the zone. Everything is perfectly calm, peaceful, quiet. Yet, it doesn't feel lonely. It feels content, complete, and full. With so much peace energy rising from that star, illuminating so bright. We let it radiate all around to the zone. With that energy of peace, it rising from this center. Rising from that little star, wherever it goes, it brings such peace, compassion. So gentle as it passes for being with so much love, expand above and beyond.
we are so settled in the center of the zone. Let us bring up our attention to the surface. By slowly recognizing our body sensation, the face, the head. Sensation on our skin and slowly breathe and exhale. Breathe again. Take it so deeply, gently, and exhale. Breathe deeper down and feeling the air spread to every part of our body and exhale. Now that we are being more comfortable, slowly stretch your neck, your shoulder your arms and your hands. And open your eyes when you're feeling comfortable. You can stretch a bit more. <clears throat> so, that concludes the meditation part. <clears throat> I hope so that it helps you Finding that spot in the zone, in the space. <laughs> How do you feel, Beth? Good. Okay. In that, yeah. Okay. So, and since it's related to the zone, before we coming for the next part of the question and answer or anything, uh, let me share with you these little things about the part of inaction. Are you seeing my PowerPoint, Beth? Yes. Okay, cool. So this is actually what I have been planning to talk with you today. It's about how to really put mindfulness in action. Of course, you may call it being in the zone, but for me, it's all about how to really put in that sense of uh, practice in daily basis. So let's start with what it means by mindfulness. When it comes to mindfulness, it has three factors, three compositions, awareness, self, and moment. Awareness is actually this recognition of the presence as we are talking about right now. So it has another two things, to aware of ourselves right here in the moment. Let's start with the moment. 
our mind is always jumping back and forth between past and future. It doesn't stay still at one thing. It's jump between here and there, jobs, people, things happened 10 years ago, thing that we are worried about in the next 20 years. This is how the mind always going, going around. So when we develop mindfulness, it's about keeping it back right here in this very moment. This is what is happening at the moment that we are aware of it. Things are walking past by, uh, birds are chirping here and there. As long as we're aware of that, it's becoming in the moment. But those are only two factors. That's why I always say that when you are mindfully checking on Facebook and seeing people post this thing, it's not really mindfulness. <laughs> you can't say a mindfully checking on Facebook. Actually, it's about another thing to being aware of yourself in that moment how that everything interact with you at the same time in that moment. So that is why when it comes to mindfulness, we call it in our term sati, and it's awareness of the self in the moment. So that's actually the whole meaning of the word mindfulness. So mindfulness is just the first part of the story because it's allowed our mind to have focus and clarity. When our mind doesn't go around, it stands still with our self in the moment. It brings up a sense of clarity and focus. So with that, it allows us to make assessment of our situation, our present, and it brings up to the other thing that probably people don't call it a lot, but this is actually a lot important. We call this sampachanya in our terms, which means constant thorough understanding. I'll give this example quite all the time. It's not like, let's say I'm smoking right now. I'm popping the smoke. I'm super mindful of smoking. <laughs> I'm aware I'm sucking it in. <laughs> I'm blowing it out. This is mindfulness, right? Because it's about me aware of self in the moment. But that's not good. It, it, it jumped me to the second part. I started to make an assessment of what's happening right now is that I'm smoking and this is not very healthy. So for me, it's better to quit it. So and this is the second part of the whole mindfulness thing. It's not just about being aware of what I am doing, but also being aware of the cause and effect and how that I should interact with this current situation and how I can make a lot of development of improvement. So that is why the second part is constant understanding. The same thing with the smoking. Now, when we come with that, as we set out the topic today in the zone and mindfulness, these actually two related topics, they come together. Mindfulness is the first part. It allows our mind to develop a sense of focus and clarity. And from that, it allows us to create this space around us to be in the zone. And so that we can really start to notice everything around, start to have sharper focus and attention and help us to make better decisions. When I'm looking at this, picture of playing basketball, it reminds me of my old days. I noticed one thing back in the days when I had girlfriends. Any, any games that I brought my girlfriends to the game, I played terribly. It was totally, totally suck at it. And I haven't figured it out for a long time that why that is happening. But any game that I don't really bring anybody with me, just enjoying playing with it, it was very, very good. I realized later on that when I was playing and with my girlfriend right there, I was trying to show off. So I tried, I lost my attention. I lost my focus in the game that how I should play and end up trying to, you know, try to impress people 
instead of being me, I try to even do things that I usually don't do. I have be, I, I made terrible decisions in the move and end up I pray terribly afterward. So I realized that when I got distracted like that, I cannot be in my zone. I started to get out of my zone and act irrationally. So that is actually why two things come together. Mindfulness and being the zone. The mindfulness first is the first step. It's help you to find the center spot because every zone is stuck on the center. When you find the center, then you can draw the circle around yourself. And within that zone is a zone that we can make assessments and make a lot of management. So that's two things that work together. Started to find a center spot before we creating the zone around us. So every situation that we are interacting, it happened around this zone. So when we zone it, it allows us to develop something called laser focus. Look at this sniper. It's totally surrounded by hot, harsh environment. It's supposed to be distracting. Imagine if you cover yourself with grass like that, it's supposed to be very itchy, right? It wouldn't be so comfortable. It's going to be hot in the day. But at the same time, that laser focus, that's why it's about zoning out and zoning in. How we can zone out things that we don't need and zoning into things that we exactly want to pay attention to. So that's how laser focus and being the zone is all about. It's not about just to be in the space, but right here at the center, I can choose what to let in and, in, and bother me or inter and what I can choose to interact with. That's why it's about zoning in and zoning out. I can zone into things I want to project into and I can zone out things that I don't want to be disturbed by. So this is how that we put this mindfulness aspect into action. But it has to first start by finding that center spot in the zone first. And then we can slowly expand that center spot around us. So how to do it? To do it, we can do two simple steps. The first thing is something called aware of surroundings. Aware of surroundings is something that helps you to create that sense of zoning. Whenever you started to feel the day is hectic, lost, tough, getting tired, what we can simply do is to close the eyes, take a deep breath, and allow our, our focus to be with our sensation, just to acknowledge every sound in the ambience, sensation of our body, just everything that happened around us to be aware of the surrounding. So that's one thing around us to create this zone. For just a little while, when we're doing so, we started to feel that space, that, that distance between me and the sound of the birds, the sound of the cars, people shouting in the background. When you do that very often, you started to develop that sense of being in the center of the zone a lot easier. And when we do that a lot, we always carry this zone around us. So wherever we go, this is where I feel so much peace. Second thing is projection. Projection is when we're doing this projection of the mental image, it can be anything. Like at the beginning that there was a lot of athletes using this mental projection in the practice. Actually, it's becoming very helpful because it's helped to make this, uh, this mind uh, allow us to actually have this kind of projecting in our mind first. It's like a plan pre-planning ourselves. So when you do this pre-planning, you know, when, when we do something that requires split-second decision, it doesn't give much time to think. In basketball, I remember, but it's not about 
three seconds. It's about that split second that they have to fake and move to the different directions. It's just a little spot that you can see that people are leaning a little much to the left so that I can go to the right. So that edge, that split second decision, it doesn't come by taking a lot of sitting down, looking at everything around me and take a few seconds to interpret. It doesn't work that way. But it's take this mental image of getting used to, to read that little differences that happen at the moment and made a specific decision. And that's a great loss of big change. So mental projection is one thing that we can do, but it has to start, start from keeping the mind so still so that projection become much clearer and sharper because otherwise it gets some mess up. But as I mentioned that the mind cannot be still on its own. It's like a little tiny island in the ocean. We need to find a place like that for the mind to hold on. If the mind gets lost in the ocean, it keeps you know, keep floating everywhere. It doesn't stay at one spot. So that's why to do that, to develop that sense, is about finding a place for the mind to hold on. Find that little island, isolated island in the middle of the ocean. So two things that we use as a practice to help us to find that ground. First one is mental image. Mental image is quite simple. We can do many things. You can just simply sitting there, imagine yourself surrounded by the ocean, surrounded by the beautiful trees, or even having uh, imagination of something like a ball, like a uh, sun inside yourself. These are mental image. It helps you to stay there at the moment. The closer you keep it with you, the better the focus. So if you keep it inside yourself in, in the center, help that mental image to be clearer. And we can start to think from that mental image. The second part is called recollection or the mantra. Mantra is mental recitation that we can use. It can be any word you can use here now, clean, bright, peace and love, anything that serves as a reminder. It is actually like a beacon, you know. Have you ever seen that little strobe light on top of the building, the blinking red? Yes, the mantra works just like that. It giving signal for the mind to know this is where I should go back to. So whenever we're repeating these things in our mind, whatever the word that you want it does to use as a reminder, it helps bringing the mind, our attention back to that spot, back to the island, back to that center spot of the zone again. And that when we started to feel the awareness around us and moving up to the something called projection afterward. So this is a little trick that I like to share with you today about how to keep this practice of the being the zone and it has to start from being mindful. So all in all is all about how we can make this as actually our daily habit. It doesn't come easily in one day. It takes times of practicing, but just little by little as we're building it up to become more aware to keep that recognition of the presence and it's getting a lot easier. At first, people might feel kind of uncomfortable to be in the zone and interact with things because we get used to, to be outside of the zone to do something. But as we keep doing very often, we started to get a lot easier to be in the zone and interact with everything around us at the same time. Thank you. That was really interesting. I think if I was an athlete like, and I meditate too, it would make my sport stronger and then like the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually can see a lot of athletes who are very successful that how they're so, so determined and so fixing about things in the game. And um, 
And the moment you have certain kind of thing to focus on, it makes us even more, you know, get getting get more in touch with ourselves into doing doing our best. Sometimes when people playing the game is worry so much about whether I I get the scholarship, whether yeah, there's too much thing going on in their head outside of the game. It get distracted, so they can't really express the fullness. So that's actually so much different. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's. Awesome. Does anyone have any questions? Next time we should talk about like people like they'll say they're in a zone when they're painting too, but instead of being like good at their sport, they'll actually like be creative, so they'll be able to like make something out of that. So maybe yeah. time. Well, I'm not very much of an artist. <laughs> I, I I am terrible at drawing, <laughs> but I know sport very well. But actually, to be honest, it's quite I. I I think it's quite similar. I used to do a lot of a bit of you know DJing in, back in my days too, and I noticed that you know music is a kind of art as well. Yeah. I, everything actually can be used as a tool in order to keep ourselves centered. But normally we tend to get lost after some point. You know, mm -hmm. when I listen to the music, it started to be feeling the music within me, but it's me getting float away by the music. It will be other way around. So we actually, if we can bring that in, feel that you know that's why the concept of min, the mantras or mental recitation is about creating music with it. The same thing as people using art as a way to keep the projection as well. So it's about expressing it out. But it's different from making art by trying to imitate something. It's, right. That is just drawing. But to making an art is about mental projections, about a projection of what we have from inside. And that's why you gotta have to keep it here discover it and let it out. Okay, thank you. So no questions? This is a good topic, <laughs> my topic. Thanks. Okay, so if there are no questions, oh, sorry, I have a question. When you say relax this part and that part of the body, how do we actually relax them? Can you elaborate a little more on how to do it or how it actually mm -hmm. feels to relax your buttocks per se when Okay, cool. Uh, what we can do is to slowly observing one part at a time. So at first, when we talk about relaxation, it's not about relaxing the entire body at once because it's going to be a lot. So we narrow down our attention to just each part at a time. So let's say right now, can you just narrow your attention to your forehead? Can you feel it? Yeah. Now, yeah like that <laughs> and now you, when you narrow your attention to recognize the sensation in your forehead you can start to feel whether it's comfortable or not right then you you try to loosen it up a bit and then now you move it to your nose can you feel it mm -hmm. yeah now you move it to your cheeks can you feel your cheeks yeah yes now you're feeling tense or not no uh-huh see and then you actually move it down little by little, you start to become more aware of little part, you know, shoulders. We don't, a lot of people don't even know they have been tensing the shoulder for most part of their life. So because when we get stressed out, we can tense our neck and our shoulders and then even miss our, our postures become weird as well, become some sloshing as well. So, you know, when we started to draw our attention to just one particular spot, it's allowed us to relax them and adjust to our, our proper postures too. So that is actually how we slowly developing this sense of body relaxation, doing the scanning of the body parts one by one, starting from the top of the head to a little part at a time. 
So in that the same time, while we're relaxing like that, we also narrowly down our attention and bring our mind back to the center of the zone. Okay. okay. Um, one more question. What do you recommend for those who get stressed while visualizing? How can, the, how can you hold the mental image without becoming stressed? Mm -hmm. uh, normally when we're trying to do this mental image and getting stressed out because we want to sharpen the image with our rags. So first thing first, before going to this mental image, if it, we can start with something a lot simpler than the smallest things, you know. For example, usually what I love to do is to imagine myself, picture myself in, in the nature. Mm -hmm. So imagine if I try to picture one image, it's become very tense. But if I just imagine myself sitting by the beach, looking at the horizon, seeing the cloud floating by, feeling the sunrise on, Feeling the sun on top of my head is so warm and throughout my body. Can you feel it? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it, it feels a lot less tense, right? Right. When we focus on that, that the small object, it becomes very tense because it's narrow. But we can, we can expand that mental image to be a lot larger. And when we can expand it a lot larger, we can also feel become more relaxed with our head and we use our eyes less. And we can use our sensation more. Mental image is not about seeing it, it's about feeling it. So, for example, do you remember when you were visualizing the sun? It's not about feeling, looking at the sun, but it's about feeling the sun shining within yourself. That is mental image of light. Mm -hmm. And it can be anything. So as long as it's the simplest to you, you see that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's all the questions we have. Lumpi, do you have any questions? Me? <laughs> well, I mean, I would love to know how how she's been doing in these uh, sessions of the meditations. And hope that okay. you're really able to get in touch with that. Everyone? Yeah, they can just comment that. How I'm able to do it? Or how the audience? Okay. Um, for, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, for me, the hardest part of meditation is staying focused. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of mind wandering, and that's what I always work on. So, very good. Our mind doesn't stay still and stay quiet immediately and completely. It takes a lot of jumping around for sometimes. So imagine like, like it's like a wave, you know, it's like sitting here for a while, it goes around again. It may coming back to be here for just 10 seconds and it goes another five minutes. Come back here again, another 15 seconds, it goes another five minutes. But if we can at least always returning to our seat to come back to the island, at one point, it's not going around. It takes, okay. it's take duration. It doesn't take immediately, but it's a progress. So that's okay. why whenever you start to realize it get lost in the thoughts again, reset, reset and return to your island. Okay, thank you. Sure. Okay. So maybe we'll just end it here so everyone could go to bed. Speaking <laughs> of going to bed, at the, oh, please announce. Tomorrow, um, we're also have a daily pause. And we're also doing this today's day two of our sleep challenge. Um, if you want to sleep better, I know a lot of people 
sometimes have trouble with sleep. Um, I don't, but I know a lot of people do. Um, this challenge will start at 945 and it's going to help you so much. It's going to help like, you know, so you have like better sleep throughout the night. You get to sleep better and it's something, you know, free. So try it out and see if it helps you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Good night, folks. Have a good night. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.